friend. Welcome to Business and Breakthroughs. Do you want to optimize your online presence so that you can grow your writing, speaking, or coaching business? Are you constantly trying things online and wondering what actually works best to grow an email list, leads, and book more opportunities, but you're never sure what actually is worth your time and energy? Are you looking for ideas that will help you grow your brand? I'm Kristen, an online business growth coach who built an online brand that reached millions of people, and I've worked in marketing technology for over 20 years. I know how frustrating it is to work so hard and feel like I wasn't seeing more engagement, opportunities, or leads until I learned to optimize my online presence years ago. Here's the thing. Once I put into place the system and steps I now teach, I was able to grow my email list leads and opportunities in big ways. I created an easy-to-follow online growth system and strategies that work to increase exposure, connection, and engagement. I will teach you how to optimize your online efforts with simple strategies and tactics that will help you take the guesswork out of what works best. Grab your coffee and notebook and let's grow your business, friend. Hey, hey, and welcome back to Business and Breakthroughs. This is Kristen, and I am so glad you're here today. We are going to talk about five ways to get you inspired to create or create again And how can you feel motivated and get unstuck when you're not completing your next project, whether that's the next book, whether that's the next talk, or whether you're building a program. So I want to jump in, but the first thing I want to say is that so many of us during COVID and still today, we were so shaken, right? Our lives changed what they looked like. Many of us had our income sources taken away or changed, right? So if you were doing a in-person event, a tour, anything, those stopped. And so a lot of us really did some reassessing, reviewing, but for some of us, it was hard to get back going into the next thing. And for others, even um, one of the things that happened is there's many, many authors that had have published books during uh, covid They were already slated to write a book, but in many cases, their book content actually changed because of what we were experiencing. So what's amazing about that is, is I think first we have to give ourselves permission that whatever we've done in the past surely is going to inform our future project or product, but it might be different than what we were planning on it being. And I think we have to give ourselves permission for that to be okay. So. What I want to do today is talk you through, if you're stuck or you're just not getting um, the project done, let's figure out why that is. So I think the first thing, though, is that we have to be honest with ourselves about what's really going on. And I love what Mark Batterson in his book, Chase the Lion, talks about. There is a section that says, the art of the start. And he basically talks, talks about and says, you cannot finish what you do not start. And he shares a story of a gentleman, Than Bennett, who literally for, I think it was 19 years, I was trying to see if that's right, doesn't actually start the book that he feels called to write. And he says, I was living in delayed obedience. But he hears a sermon by um, this pastor, Mark Batterson, and he realizes, wow, I I really need to do this. So this is um, what he says. Than made a decision that day to give God one hour every day until the book he dreamed of writing was a reality. Oh, here it was. It took Than 15 years to get to the starting line. It only took him nine weeks to get to the finish line, a 50,000 word manuscript. And he goes on and says, what do you need to start? First, give yourself a start date. And I highly recommend today. 
Second, give God an hour a day, every day. It might mean getting up an hour earlier or staying up an hour late, but that's how dreams become reality. Third, give yourself a deadline. Deadlines are lifelines. Without them, nothing gets done. So the first question I have for you is, what is your priority? And when you look at your schedule, is that priority actually on your schedule? So if you're trying to finish this next thing, it could be the book. Maybe it's starting a podcast after you've already done the book or the coaching. What is stopping you? You know, so that's the first thing. And I think the biggest reason that we aren't creating, we're not inspired to create is because we aren't committing to it and we're not consistent. So the first thing is, is we have a commitment or consistency problem in a lot of cases if we're dealing with this, if we're struggling through it. And I've been there. Last year, about a year ago, I started this podcast and I have been 100% consistent with it. But if I'm being honest, I have several book projects started that are just sitting there and on occasion I dabble because I haven't made the commitment to myself or my schedule to finish one of those book projects. I think I said to myself, well, I'm focused on the podcast, but the truth is I want to finish one of those projects this year. So that means I'm going to have to put it on my schedule and keep it, you know, in a time, a set time each day or each every other day. And I'm going to have to be committed to making that time sacred for writing. And for you, it might be something else. But that's the first thing is we have to, one, look at our priorities and our schedule. Do they match with the priority of creating our project and to being creative? the time we need to actually be creative. So do you have time in your schedule to do the new work, to create the new creation? Because if we don't, we're going to get busy in all of the work that we have to do just to maintain our business. And we're going to get busy with our lives. And there won't be room for the creation of the new thing to be creative. The next thing is, I think that we truly get so busy. We don't, we don't make time in our schedules to slow down. We don't make time in our schedules to take more breaks and to make space for our mind to get quiet so that we can hear God. We can hear his, um, the creativity he's giving us, the idea that he's putting on our hearts. And so that we can actually hear these ideas and we can actually capture them. We have to get quiet so that we can settle ourselves, settle our minds, because that's when our creative inspiration often comes to us. It might be, you know, um, a sentence. It might be an idea for a chapter. It might be an idea for a podcast episode or a chapter, or not a chapter, a part of your next talk. But whatever it is, this is often when we get those, you know, those creative downloads. This is when we have time to partner with God to really step into what he's calling us to do in our work. So I think that's the second way that we can be inspired to create and to get those creative ideas. The next thing is that I really think for me, one of the biggest things is I have to keep filling myself up. And I think all of us do in order to tap into our creativity and to actually commit to getting the work done. So what I mean by this is how do you, Fill yourselves up. For me, it's getting around creative people that are doing things, right? That are talking through what they're working on and they're exciting. And then it's getting, um, putting creative content in front of me. 
So filling myself up. So that could be words that inspire me in books, which I buy all the time. It could be sayings or quotes. It could be a Bible verse. It could be a beautiful visual, a photo that just just makes me feel amazing. It's just beautiful. There's nothing else I can say about it, but it just captures me. So how can you add more things into your day, into your week that fill you up? So whatever it is that make you feel creative, that make you feel inspired, add more of that kind of content into your week. And the next thing is, I think we have to be willing to try new creative forms. If you are a, let's see, if you are a nonfiction writer, try writing just for yourself a short story or a poem. If you're a podcaster, try doing a video instead of just audio. If you are a coach, you obviously, you know, words are so important to you as well. Just like the writer and the speaker, words are important. So what lifts you up? A lot of times it's seeing other motivational speakers do a talk, maybe go listen to a TED talk, but find something that inspires you and then be willing to try some new creative form. You know, maybe you're a coach, you know, business coach, but maybe you write down an inspirational um, blog post, you know, or something like that. But just be willing to do something outside of your wheelhouse. Be willing to tap into your own creativity. And surely it could be going and coloring in a a coloring book. It could be going outside. And I like to say, I, um, I take creative detours. So when I go on a walk, what I do is I look, I try to be aware of the things I might not have noticed as I walk, if I'm listening to a podcast or music. So I'll turn the music or the podcast off. I will go along my walk and I'll notice something, a beautiful purple uh, flower. So then the rest of the walk, I will look for those love, you know, those lovely shades of all the shades of purple and it. I'll be amazed. I might see 15 different shades of purple on my walk. Or I might notice on a tree that the, the leaves are shaped like hearts. And, you know, I'll just, be enamored with that. And then I will continue to look for the shapes all around me. But this lets me, you know, be creative and see all the creativity that's actually offered to us in the world. It's, it's quite amazing and astounding, I think. And then the next thing is, I think we have to continue to be open to hear those creative thoughts and then capture them. So either And most of us probably do this, but keep a notebook with you or some of us on our phone type into our notes, you know, ideas we have, inspirations that hit us, ideas for, you know, um, content. So just make sure you're capturing those, though. And I think also take time to go back and look at all of your ideas that you've written down, because sometimes when I'm lacking inspiration, when I don't feel I have something to create, something new to come up with. When I go back and look at the many ideas I've written down about so many different topics, that will start to let me um, process it and then come up with the thing I want to talk about or the thing I want to work on. And so for me, it's so important. And the next thing is, I think we just have to be willing to... Sometimes change our scenery. Many of us work, you know, in the same office. And for most of us, it's probably a home office. No, I've worked in a home office 
for the most part, for the last 15 to 18 years. And while there was a stint in there where I did go into an office about two or three times a month, when I actually wasn't working for myself, I was working with the company. Other than that, I always worked from a home office. And so sometimes even that office, just looking at the same things, can get a little monotonous, right? It can get a little boring. And most of us have been stuck at home so much. So we're here even more than before. So the other thing you need to do is change your scenery. If you like the hustle and bustle, go into a coffee shop or sit outside of the coffee shop. It's more comfortable for you. Go to the beach and bring your, you know, meals or, you know, jotting down things. Go and read a book, you know, at the beach or the mountains. Go to your favorite place. I know uh, author Bob Bob. He would have meetings at Disney on the little treasure island there, and I think it's amazing. I love that. Your meetings on Treasure Island, not in a stuffy office. This is a lawyer. I mean, who wouldn't want to have a meeting? So change your scenery, and you do change your perspective when you do this. So if you're not feeling inspired, do change your scenery. And the last thing I'm going to leave you with as far as ideas on how to get inspired to create. Create again is something regularly I've been talking to with friends and people like and it's this. When you're feeling uninspired, when you're feeling like you can't create, or you're even stuck, not sure what the next is, how to move forward, you need to follow your joy. You need to slow down. And instead of trying to push forward, you know, what it is going to be that you're going to follow your joy so what I mean by this is each day stop more during the day and ask yourself what can I really enjoy doing right now and I get it sometimes we have schedules where we can't do it during the time I will bet you there's a time where you could do this it could be at lunchtime it could be in the evening it could be early in the morning it could be when you take a break what would I really enjoy doing it might be going and sitting up. I know I do that most of the time. That's a specific fire time for me. It's relaxing. It's cathartic. And it just lets me clear my mind and just, you know, I just love sitting outside. And so for me, that's a way that I can follow my joy and really feel good. You know, of course, seeing friends and getting to the beach for me are things that bring me joy. The more we listen to ourselves, and we do those small things for ourselves that we actually want to do instead of saying, I have no time and I can't put time. We actually start to get more clarity because we're listening to ourselves and we can actually hear those thoughts more clearly. So follow your joy. And before I wrap up and just give you the, the different ways that you can be inspired again to create, I just wanted to share with you a quick story that's in the book, The Big Leap by He is talking to a woman that's a um, author. She's written one book and it did well. So she's working with her publisher to do another book. But she's finding herself not able to get done. So I, they talk to her and says, you know, hey, let's, what's going on? So they talk through like what her day looks like. And as they talk through it, you know, he says, oh, so your your highest priority is your family to really get your priority is your cross-working infrastructure. 
and your third is writing. And she said, well, writing is much higher to me than the housework. But when she explained her schedule, her housework always came before she ever committed time to writing. But what was created was she would never get time to write. And so therefore the project wasn't done. So they talked through if truly writing's her priority, what was holding her back from putting that ahead of housework and they worked through it and they determined, you know, the reason. One of the reasons was deep down she truly was afraid that if she made this, he says, big commitment to her creativity, she might fail on a bigger scale. If she stayed small, she could avoid the possibility of big rejection. So sometimes we haven't prioritized this next project or this next book or this next uh, you know, podcast episode or even starting one because we're afraid of failure. We're afraid of the rejection that might happen if we show up in a way that even more people see us. What if they don't like what we produce? What if they don't and he also says something in that same book. He says, instead of ready, set, go, they say, ready, go, set, because we're never ready. We're never ready to take the next step, you know, in our personal lives and in our businesses and with our creative work called to. So in other words, just get ready and go for it. Just start, take a step, take an action, put pen to paper, put voice to video recorder, just get and then set, then keep, then go, then figure out strategy, and then create on your schedule, get consistent, and make it healthy. So here are, here's the wrap up that you can um, take with you into your day and try to apply maybe one or two of these that you aren't already doing. So the first is ask yourself, are you committed and are you consistent to make your creative work happen? And the re- the way we can find out if this is true, is review your priorities with your schedule. Is that priority of creating this next thing on your schedule regularly? Is it on their daily in a time that you can stay undistracted with most of your life? Or is it on their Have you set a deadline? So start your project and have a deadline. And to be accountable, share the project and the deadline with someone else. And on that note, I would just share, there are many products, online platforms that have um, de- deadlines you can put into them so they can keep you accountable to your writing or podcasting or whatever it might be. Or you could just put it on Google Calendar. Not only for your times, but what deadlines do you want to hit you know, in chunks? Okay, the next thing I shared about how to create is take a break. And make more space so that you can hear your own. You can hear what God wants to share with you as far as how you show up in the world with your creative gifts. And then third, get around creative people. Fill yourself up with creative visuals or words and Next, Try a new creative form. Do something different. It can be in your same area if you want it to be, but make it something you, you aren't currently doing. And make it simple. There's no expectation or this doesn't have to be something great. This is just to let your mind flow and your hand be creative. Next, keep a notebook near you for creative thoughts and inspiration. Another thing that you can do is change your scenery. 
get out of your home office or your home, wherever you do your work. And then follow your joy. How can you add more things into your day and your week that bring you joy? Because truly, the more joyful we are, the more relaxed and joyful we are, the more creative we will be. It's just, that's just how it is. I really like what Eric Maisel says. He says, to create, you must quiet the mind so that ideas will have a chance of connecting. And I think that's so true. We've got to allow ourselves for this and to do things that bring us joy. And I'm going to leave you with these words by author Bob Goff in his new book, Undistracted. In case, like so many of us, you just felt stuck, distracted, or having a hard time finishing your creative work. He says, don't feel bad about all the things that have been grabbing your attention. We all become distracted at some point. It is somehow built into our operating systems. We become distracted from our goals and greater purposes by our temporary circumstances. We can be distracted by each, each other and even away from God and what we really believe to be true. Sadly, the boatload of goodness we put into the world is being scuttled by the many things that carry us so far away from the world. We can no longer make leaps to the shore. We get stuck in the past, worry about the present, or get distracted to the future. We no longer lean into our lives right where we are, but instead we escape and become individuals with little resemblance to the people God intends to be. And friends, I would just say to you, how can you incorporate more things that let you be the creative work that you've been called to do and step into so that you can serve more people with all of the goodness that you have you to be shown? Thanks again for listening, and we would love it if you enjoyed the show, if you could subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And also, it helps us so much if you could leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts because it helps more people like you find the show so that we can serve even more people as they're stepping out into what they're called to do. And if you're interested in working with me, head on over to kristenfitch.com to find out how we can really optimize your online presence to grow your business.